Hello and welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of Talang's Investor Relations Podcast. Today's episode is about ESG at Talang's. ESG means Environment, Social and Governance. ESG is not only a niche trend anymore, but it is becoming a key issue for companies as well as investors. That is why we at Talangs are also working intensively on this issue. We just published our latest sustainability report with some news value which we would like to share with you, dear listeners, in today's episode. My guests today are Investor Relations colleague Nicole Tatje, who talks to SG investors, and Julius Hansen, our Group Sustainability Officer. Nicole and Julius, it is nice to have you here, and thank you for taking the time. Thanks, Shirley. Hi. Hi, Shirley. At the beginning, I already mentioned the ESG strategy at Talangs. Julius, could you briefly explain how our strategy looks like? Sure. Our sustainability strategy consists of concrete fields of action, as well as targets and measures, and serves to harmonize the company's business activities with ecological and social challenges. We have identified four fields of action. Next to compliance and transparency, the focus is on our core activities, investment and underwriting, our own operations, and of course on our employees because we are a people's business. So what can Talangs do in these four areas to help achieve the climate targets? Could you give me and our listeners some examples, Nicole? Of course, Shirley. In 2020, we determined the emissions of our liquid investment portfolio for the first time. Our goal is to reduce the carbon intensity of the liquid portfolio by 30% by the end of 2025. In addition, we are supporting the energy turnaround through our investments. Talangs has invested around 3.7 billion euro in infrastructure, there are 2 billion euro in renewable energy. And there are definitely more investments to come, that's clear. Since 2019, we have been a member of the Principles for Responsible Investment. We want to achieve greater transparency in our role as an asset owner. Thanks, Nicole. I would like to add that we, in 2020, also joined the Principles for Sustainable Insurance, which means that we also want to make our insurance business more sustainable on an ongoing basis. We have set ourselves the goal of quitting business models that rely on coal and oil sands by 2038 at the latest. We continuously monitor other fossil energies and continue to adjust our underwriting policy on a risk basis. Numerous insurance products already support environmentally friendly technologies and behaviors. We help to ensure that environmental risks are insured in an appropriate manner and that, in the event of a loss, the effects can be limited. And we also offer our private customers the opportunity to do something good. When taking out motor insurance, for example, HDI customers have the option of offsetting the projected CO2 emissions through sustainable projects. This is what we at Talangs in Germany also do. By offsetting our CO2 emissions caused by our operations, we support a reforestation project in Uganda and a sustainable forestry project in Brazil. Here it is important to say that we are guided by three basic principles in relation to emissions. Avoid, reduce and offset. So only the CO2 emissions, which cannot be avoided or reduced, will be compensated. Yeah, and we are happy to say that since 2019, we therefore are fully carbon neutral in Germany already. We want to gradually achieve this in other countries as well. And by following our three principles Nicole just mentioned, we aim to have carbon neutral operations worldwide until 2030 at the latest. 
Since a few weeks, we even have two beehives on our property in Hanover. Klaus, our beekeeper and employee of HDI Systeme AG, will give us some more information on this. Thanks, Nicole. Well, uh, it's true. Two weeks ago, we installed two beehives here in the yard of the HDI building. And now is exactly the correct time to do it, because in wintertime, the bees are always within the hive. They care for their queen. And now these bees have to breed and grow up. And these summer bees, they will be the collectors. And they have to grow uh, for about four or five months. In winter, there are 5,000 individuals uh, within the hive. And now they grow up to about 50,000 individuals per hive. And this is what now happens in springtime. While the bees are so busy, they collect so much honey. And I'm very glad that we have some place here where we can give them a place to work. Uh, on the other hand, bees are an important part uh, in nature because they enable flowers to become fruits. And this is very important for our uh, nutrition and, of course, for, uh, for other animals as well. Thank you very much for the example, you guys. Julius, what do you see as the biggest challenge for Talangs on the way to a carbon-neutral operation? Yeah, as with many other companies, data collection is a challenge for us to master. Legislation, for instance, is very active currently and new requirements are continuously being imposed. In addition, we are a decentralized international company with different national circumstances and above all different data situations. But in order to pick up speed here, ESG targets will be included in the Boards of Management's compensation system that is proposed to this year's AGM. Thanks, Julius. As you both probably know, our listeners from the Talangs Investor Relations podcast are likely to be capital market participants. How does ESG matter for the shareholder? Well, a lot, I think. Climate change creates new risks that can also affect a company's earning power. On the one hand, there's the risk of stranded assets. At Talangs, this would apply in particular to investments. If the portfolio has many companies with a high fossil energy content, there is a risk to experience a significant loss in value, or automotive companies that have missed the turn to electric cars. However, our sustainability strategy provides for regular screening of our portfolio, so we have the risk well under control. Nicole, I fully agree. Of course, we are also encountering new risks in underwriting. In addition to rising climate-related losses, there will be an increase in environmental liability claims. Furthermore, we will no longer underwrite some risks related to high coal or oil sands content. And we will also take a closer look at other fossil fuels in the future. So as you can see, the effects of climate change are very complex. In order to identify the greatest risks and to be able to take countermeasures, We are working on a climate scenario analysis together with our experienced risk managers. In this way, we want to identify transition risks and opportunities at an early stage. Opportunity is a good keyword here. Which changes do you see for the insurance industry when facing climate change? Yeah, we believe that demand for insurance against natural hazards will continue to grow, especially in underinsured growth region. Further opportunities lie in particular in the design of new climate-related products and the expansion of business areas, for example in risk consulting. 
The insurance industry can and should play an active role in creating incentive mechanisms to reduce risk. For example, it could offer premium discounts for good building substance and technical precautions. Last but not least, Nicole and Julius, what is your personal contribution to climate protection? Well, I make sure to buy seasonal and regional food as much as possible. We also eat animal foods rarely and very consciously. But what is particularly important to me is to educate my children about waste disposal and plastic reduction at an early stage. But that's nothing compared to Julius, who regularly commutes to the office by bike. And believe me, the distance is not short at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> I'm convinced individual mobility and private consumption are two essential levers. For example, we as a family buy a regional fruit and vegetable box once a week and we try our best as far as possible to avoid plastic. Compared to heavy bicycle tours, for me this is the real challenge. Nicole and Julius, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you guys here today. To our listeners, until next time, take care.